Okay, here we are with the Good News Hendo. We love what God's doing in our community. In case you haven't been with us before, Good News Hendo is about getting good news out about what's happening here in Hendersonville and in Western North Carolina. We are really kind of struggling lately with a lot of bad news. I said in an earlier podcast, when you hear the word news, at least for me, get a little knot in my stomach. I, I automatically, something inside of me assumes it's going to be bad. But we're here to correct that a bit and bring some good news. So we're bringing friends, uh, ministry partners, leaders in our community, pastors, all kinds of people that are doing good things in our community. And I'm really excited today to have a good friend and fellow pastor. I've known him for a long time, David Lukowitz. David, thanks for being on this podcast today. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I, I count a joy. You're a good friend, ministry partner, and brother in the Lord. So I'm glad to be here. Man, you are such a blessing. Tell us about the church. Yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, we're a part of God's church. And, yep. you know, we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on Sundays, people laugh because I say, hey, the Bridge Church is there for IRS purposes. Uh, <laughs> we're just a piece of God's main church doing the kingdom work here in Hearson County, along with Upward and tons of other other churches in our community. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, we just want to love people where they're at, uh, show them God's grace, show them God's love, show them his forgiveness, uh, tell them about his son, Jesus Christ, and mm-hmm. the pathway to a personal relationship. Show them that it's not about religion, it's about a personal relationship. That's why Jesus died on the cross, was buried in the borrowed tomb, and three days later rose from that grave, and he's coming back for us. And so we want to get that word out. So uh, that's the Brit Church. We're just a single bit of part of God's major overall church. That's it. People may not know this either, but just about every Sunday morning, I get and or receive a text from David and other pastors in the community. And we've just got a group going on in this community that says, hey, I'm praying for you. Many times David beats me to it early on a Sunday morning. I'll get a text from him say, praying for Upward today and everything that's going on. And, And I don't know, that just does something for my heart that other pastors in this city that we don't see ourselves as in competition with each other. We're not trying to get people from each other or steal anything away. We see ourselves as partners together in this city for Jesus Christ, and you're a big part of that. Yeah, I think encouragement is huge, and I think for you and myself, been in the ministry for a long time, and I think that's one of the things that we've talked about that is burning in our heart is that pastors seeing that we're we're not in we're not in competition that we're we're together we're serving the same people community loving them and um i just love to encourage people um and so yeah it's it's kind of like i leave the house at six in the morning sometimes six thirty, depending on when i want to roll out of bed on a sunday and uh and get over to the church and meet the team and uh and i just as i start driving um i don't text with my hands i do voice the text that's good to know. Uh, yep yep so sometimes that may come across uh awkward if the siri doesn't understand my southern slang we do have a few state troopers that listen to the podcast so yes. you may want to make that clear yeah well we and we and we bless them we, we have it inside with the troopers because of the uh the, the community room and their yeah. the law enforcement room we yeah. have and so yeah. uh that's kind of way we show those the love for them but uh but yeah i just think it's it's a it's a very important for us to know that uh, we are a community of men and women that are serving God, yep. and we need to encourage one another. That's what God's Word says we need to do, uh, and I don't want to preach it and not live it. I want to live mm-hmm. it and preach it yeah. uh, and make that known. So I kind of honor to get the text from you and tons of other guys as well, too. Yeah, incredible. How about your family? Tell us a little bit about 
your great family. I, yeah. I know your wife. I don't guess I know your children, but I know your wife, and you got a great family. Yeah, so my wife is born and raised in Henderson County. Mm-hmm. Uh, her maiden name is Blythe. It's a... Uh, um, it's kind of when I moved up here, it's like, oh, you're married to Delina. You know, people that didn't know me, like, oh, you're married to the Blythe, you know, in the Blythe family. And so uh, her granddad, Harold, and uh, was a builder in this community. Her dad's big in commercial real estate in this community. And uh, and when we got married, it was she was finishing up her last semester of school at UNC Charlotte. We were living in Charlotte at the time. And I was serving a church uh, outside of Charlotte. And she said, hey, if you want to start a family, we've got to move back to Hendersonville. And so happy wife, happy life. Yes. So we moved back in and, uh, and gracefully her parents, who I actually knew uh, really well before knowing her. I'm, I'm older than her. I married young to keep me young. Uh, I think I'm like four and a half or five years older than her. And so um, I knew her parents through her brother's group Monday morning. Uh, so I was good friends with, uh, with Sid and Tammy. And uh, it made asking the parents, you know, the dad for uh, permission to take his daughter's hand in marriage a lot easier. I was still a little nervous because Sid keeps has this godfather complex to him to where he's like this mafia uh-huh. guy. And so, uh, but he's a, <laughs> he's a great guy. He's, he's my guy that on Sunday morning, you know, you have that one person on Sunday morning and you, that you can look out in the audience, and you know, you can pick on and he's not going to get mad. Sid's that guy for me there and a couple other go. guys. Uh, so, but we're, we're gracious enough to have two awesome boys. Uh, Zach, uh, it's 12, just turned 12 and my son Lex just turned six and, um, he is a handful. I didn't tell you this about a month ago. I don't, I don't think I've ever met your sons, but I see them on Facebook all the mm-hmm. time. Got a beautiful family. I saw them in Target, and I guess they were with their grandmother or something because they were asking her to buy them something or something. I thought, there's David's kids. And I started to speak to them when all of a sudden it occurred to me they have no idea who I am. <laughs> I've danger. never seen them. <laughs> exactly. I, I've done that about twice that I've spoken to somebody that I only know through Facebook, and my wife is like, that's the creepiest thing you've ever done. You can't do that so i did not speak to your son <laughs> my youngest my youngest would have said hey to you uh, uh and zach the oldest he's smart he knows that but like uh zach grew up at our first location on a college campus so interacting with adults is nothing to him plus he's like dad everybody knows you in this community like i can't go anywhere he went to a youth group with a friend of his and he said his name and the people there in the youth group were like is your dad david lookwitz and he's like yep he goes oh okay and so he's like, Dad, I can't go anywhere without uh, without somebody saying, are you are you David's boy? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, both of them would have been like, oh, hey, cool. Nice to meet you and everything. And uh, and my grandma uh, and we call her uh, grandma Tammy. She probably would have been like, oh, hey, yeah, I know you. David oh, talks man. about you all the time. I love it. You know, I've heard pastors. This is off subject and we're going to get to our subject. But I've heard pastors. I heard one uh, a couple of years ago kind of almost complain about it. He was saying, you know. I can't even go or walk around Walmart or anywhere or the store without people stopping me. And I thought to myself, I love that. Mm-hmm. If I go to Walmart, goodness, I have 15 good conversations with people I hadn't seen in a while, some that I have. It's it's fun to – some days I feel like I know everybody. We were in uh, – we were at a stoplight about uh, a week ago, and my daughter was in the car. And I just watched people as they go by. It was so funny. My daughter was naming them as they went by, and we knew <laughs> the first – six cars we knew everybody in the car and we just got laughing because they were random people from all different walks Walks of life life. when you've been in a place so long you get to know people that's one of the joys to me of pastoring is just getting to know so many people and just feeling at home in the community i I agree with that and and like we're called to encourage and so Mm -hmm. 
and that calling is outside of the pulpit as well too and i think oh, yeah. so many guys get stuck in that that moment is like it's a sunday it's a wednesday kind of thing and during the week i'm in the office but at night out and about like my calling's off uh, it, it ministries 24 7 there's not a punch clock that we do yeah. uh and i love it too if we if we want that time away we normally kind of go down to Greenville or, you know, we go down to Traveler's Rest where there's not many people like me and my wife right. can go and there's not many. But now everybody's going down there. Uh, and so it's like it's still but it's, it's enjoyable to have conversations. Like, hey, why don't you come join us for dinner and, and hang out with us and let's do life together. One of my pastor friends, funny story, he pastors a fairly large church. He went on a cruise and he was in line at the buffet bar when all of a sudden he heard, hey, pastor, from across the cruise. Now, when I'm on vacation, I don't want to be in ministry. And he was kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> That's different. Yes. But I love being in the community. One of the things I love about you and Delina and your family and the Bridge Church is you guys are in this community in a big way. Uh, you've made an impact. Somebody said this once. They said uh, your church can be measured by how the community would feel if your church just disappeared. Mm -hmm. if, if just one day your church wasn't there, would the community feel that? And I guarantee you, if the Bridge Church disappeared from Henderson County overnight, there'd be a lot of things that, that wouldn't happen, a lot of good things that are happening in this community that would be missed immediately. And I appreciate that about your church. You don't just talk the talk, you walk it, you live it out in our community. That it's not about just gathering a bunch of people in a room together, but it's about getting those people out into the community to, to demonstrate the love and the presence of Jesus Christ. You guys do that so well. One of the ways, really, we need to get to what we're, we're supposed to talk about today, and we could just have fun here for an hour, but uh, you guys did an outreach uh, a couple weeks ago that you've been doing for uh, probably three years or more now, maybe more. This is our second year. This is the second year, mm -hmm. and it's having such a tremendous out, out, uh, impact in our community. Tell the folks about uh, what you guys did uh, with a lot of partners yeah, I think, you know, for me and you, we both have the honor to, um, uh, I like to say it, pastor law enforcement yes. as well, too, and first responders mm -hmm. serving together at the Sheriff's Department, and we're kind of called in there to help with HPD as well, too, and other uh, areas of responder needs in our community, and, um, you know, I, I always was joke with, with, with Sheriff Griffin and, um, and Major Stout, it's like, I always wanted to be a cop. Uh, but God called me to do something else, and so this is the closest thing I can do to be a, be a cop is to be a, a chaplain for police officers. They and, usually just tell me, if anything happens, get under the car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They're yeah. not looking for me to help. Yeah, uh, and so uh, I, I think that's what's, so, uh, what, what's really cool, and I think for us, really, you know, I've always had this passion for first responders. You know, we as pastors, we're always in ministry of the years, the, the church as a whole, God's church as a whole, has always looked to see how they can reach that unpeople group. Uh, that unmet people group, and uh, and and many times we look outside our communities, outside our states, outside our country, um, and so really what God had been burning in my life, uh, really starting back in two thousand and one, is, hey, who are these uh, unreached people groups in our in in our state? And for us, when we first planted, you know, the Bridge Church in Cullowhee, it was college students. Like no one was taking the gospel to college age students, and so we we planted a church right on Western's campus, and. 
then we started seeing this this cultural shift over the last few years of law enforcement and first responders really not getting the support they need you know you said news media and, and bad and this is a, a great thing to kind of bring good news to to the community and to the wavelengths um and and so it just started burning in my heart to say you know what what can we do more what can we as god's church come together and do more and i don't like it to be labeled as like a bridge church thing because i i don't we i don't we don't i don't want the attention on us because um, I want God to get the glory, and, and you know my heart. That's an authentic, authentic thing that I like to say and do. Um, but we just, you know, it was September of, of last, you know, uh, 2020. The years are now out of whack because of COVID and everything. 2019 and, seems to be about 10 years ago. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so putting dates together is so crazy, but yeah. um, it was honestly right after everything had happened with uh, Deputy Hendricks, and uh, we were all involved with that, and, you know, it was um, – you know, when we're on call, it's a call that you never want to get. And it happened to be the, uh, a time that some, somebody was on call, but one of the guys in our church called me and uh, woke me up at 2 in the morning, and then I started making phone calls to everybody else and mm-hmm. trying to wake you up and all the other guys. And, uh, uh, and it's a call that we don't want. And, I, and, and I, I stood when we stood in that room at the command center over at the EMS command center, and I saw all those men and women who are like superheroes just – just speechless. Everyone would come in and say something, and they would not say anything, and they were just their 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 heads, um, you know, hung low. You know, I was, um, you know, I went with Josh Howard and uh, and Major Gilbert to to go, uh, you know, let you know Donna Heidi know about it, and you know that affected me as much well too. Just kind of seeing that, and I, and once kind of all that settled down, I was sitting with my wife, and I was like, you know, we need to do something to put our support around. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first responders because they are hurting right now and um, one of the things I've tried to do and in, in, with our ministry is have community partners uh, and those community partners being restaurants that mm-hmm. have the same type of mission that we do of reaching mm-hmm. people and caring for people uh, and so um, uh, really you know last year it, we planned the fir- first annual first fire day of thanks in three weeks and uh, Rose and Joe Dwyer jumped on board, and it was it was it was awesome. And we had a very small team, but I reached out to Hendo and Mountain Juicery and Appalachian Coffee and all these groups of people, Johnny Max, and uh, that we we had relationships with, and said, "Here's what I want to do for the community. This is not a Bridge Church thing. This is a community thing. Us coming together. We're spearheading this. We want to p- take a day and and just love on them all. And uh, uh, and it went off with. Uh, it went, it went amazing last year. You know, First Bank came on and did the sponsor the lunch, barbecue lunch, and we did a small dinner. Uh, and then this year was easier because we had three months to plan it. Um, and it's really cool because God took um, a, a big vision, a small event last year, and took that big vision and made it bigger where this year we had, like Beverly Hanks Realtors were wanting to do something, and Rose Dwyer was like, wait a second, we already do this. And I'm meeting with, you know, Lee Blair, and he's talking to Neil Hanks, and they're saying, like, we want to get behind this. We want to financially support this and do this and come in and help volunteer. And it was a great event this year as well, too. So we do that uh, kind of in the the memory of Deputy Hendricks and uh, and really any fallen law enforcement officer or first responder, not just in our community but uh, around the country. It's amazing to see. Uh, so much good come out of a, 
a very difficult year for the sheriff's department and mm-hmm. for these families that were affected. You know, you had Ryan in September of that year, and then not long after that, Jax Warren. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if uh, the listeners aren't aware, we had a deputy's family. I had a little boy, Jax, who was five years old, I believe, mm-hmm. had cancer and passed away. And uh, we had um, two times that I remember after those tragedies that we were actually, you and I and the other chaplains and the community was together. We were calling out to God on the steps of the sheriff's department Mm -hmm. twice Mm -hmm. that year. And I just saw uh, God do something amazing through all that. That, uh, He unified people, he unified churches Mm -hmm. uh, and God's people uh, to stand with our heroes in the community. I, I just thought it was amazing to see out of such a difficult year so much love rise up. And I'm really, I didn't realize that um, it was after, in the aftermath of, of Ryan's um, death, that this uh, vision was born. It's so, so powerful to me. Yeah, and we've, we, we always want to make, you know, Don and Heidi and their family, like, yeah. they're our honorary guests. They were there again yeah. uh, this year at the dinner, and their family's always invited. And, you know, we always want to make sure that we don't lose that focus of where this came from, where this was birthed from. And I, and I think it hit me, too, as you say, you know, we were standing on a Sunday night outside, and there's probably a thousand people outside oh, the yeah. parking lots on the roads and everything Amazing. huge flags flying you know the the motorcycle crews you know guarding the sidewalks from any possible protesters and uh to see our community especially during a time where if you turned on the news during that time it was bad law enforcement bad law enforcement bad law enforcement. we saw a community in harrison county come together we did. uh no one came out and caused any scenes negative scenes uh they would have probably been crazy if they would have but uh, i think that's where it just kind of hit me and then having you guys just come in and use your gifts to to really encourage not just the hendrix family but a community of people to say like we've got to do better to show this people group uh, the support and love they need I've heard it time and time again from them, from law enforcement and first responders. They're so thankful for the citizens in Henderson County that mm-hmm. love them and support them and pray for them. I hear it over and over again, and I know you do as well. That's amazing. One of the things that impresses me as well about your heart, God spoke to us some years ago at Upward, and we, we did. it's one of those things God puts on your heart that you don't understand immediately, but we, we've come to understand this. God spoke to us uh, and said, your ministry going forward is not going to be about ownership. It's going to be about partnership. Mm-hmm. Because in, in the past, it's been so easy to think of ministry as happening on our property, within our budget, under our leadership structures, and all that sort of thing. You know, we have to own it to do it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just really gently rebuked us for that type of thinking and said to us, find people who are doing my work in the community and get behind them. Mm -hmm. Whether they come to your church or not, whether they give to your church or not, whether anybody starts to attend your church through it or not, get partnered up with people who are already doing kingdom work. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. And and, uh, as I see that, I realize God's been speaking that to his church all along. It Mm -hmm. hasn't just been upward. It's been people who are listening to what the Spirit's saying. Yeah, and I think that's, again, we've had multiple conversations over text messages, phone calls about those things and, and, and what, we, what we can do to, com- to knock down that wall, you know, to, 
become Hulkbuster and run through every wall barrier between each building uh, that represents a church. And, uh, you know, I think for us, we're unique because our, everything in, 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 our, in our ministry is, is Sunday. And, and then Sunday, we send them out. And it's just like, go out into the community and find at least one person you can point towards Jesus. I find, find one person you can show them the love and grace and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and that works for us. And we do things during the week, online connect groups and in-home connect groups. But we, we just feel like I had a, a, a family that came a few weeks and were like, you close the service out every time about go points one to Jesus, go point one to Jesus. You're like, you don't feel like you're beating a dead horse. I'm like, no, that's the gospel. Uh, and so like, you know, I, I'm always going to say that I'm always going to preach Jesus. I'm always going to tell you to go point people to Jesus because that's what we're called to do as his church. I didn't know that. You know what's funny? You probably don't know this either. At Upward, every service ends with a commission. Mm-hmm. Every single service. I speak a blessing over people, and then I say, now I commission you to go and take Jesus. It's like maybe we're listening to the same person, you think? <laughs> no. Hey, I love it. Our services start at 1030, and um, uh, I think you guys have early, um, was it nine or something, or one of your services starts at some time early before ours. It changes week to week. <laughs> <Yeah>. and so <laughs> During COVID, it's changed twice, and it's going to change again. <laughs> so I, I enjoy it. Like, I kind of get up, and I'm at the church, and they're running through, run through, and then, you know, I'll, I'll get on Facebook, and I'll start seeing, you know, Upwards Live, or, yep. you know, you know, Very local cool. church in, in Fort Lauderdale's Live, where I got my friend, Pastor Eric, and uh, and so I'll watch, you know, watch you a little bit and kind of get some uh, some feeding to my soul before I step foot in there. And then I kind of switch over to, you know, my buddy E and uh, and do that. And so I, I, I think a, a pastor has to be pastored. A pastor has to be encouraged. That's right. And I find that time on on Sunday mornings, along with having a personal pastor as well, too, outside the community that I can reach out to and, and go to as well. I love it. I love it. So next year. This mm-hmm. is coming again. Mm-hmm. How can our listeners help? How can we help if we'd like to get involved in this? Yeah, just reach out to us. Um, okay. and, and honestly, you know, the ministry, that's just an event in the ministry that we have. And so we have a, a building in, in our in our complex area that is open 24-7 for first responders. Awesome. And so they can come in and out. There's TV they can watch YouTube. There's a bathroom they can use. They can just cut loose, take their belts off and everything. And we've got a refrigerator stock full of energy drinks, sodas, waters, a freezer stock full of food, snacks. So the, the Responder Day of Thanks is just, some, is just an event in that ministry that yeah. we have for our first responders. And so anytime you, you want to say, hey, how can I get involved? How can I donate some snacks for this room or some drinks or some energy drinks? Uh, you know, because right now we're, 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 we're funding that we're pushing that that's our ministry. That's our calling to do. Uh, we have people in the community that are donating stuff as well too. you know, just reach out to us, reach out to me, uh, you know, call a church, leave us a message, email us at hello at bchful.com and, uh, let us know that you want to do that. You can also go on our website on the, the give link. There's a tab for first responder ministry. Uh, and then we also have a first responder pastor, Caleb Moore, who was a six year uh, state trooper uh, who serves uh, our first responder as their pastor. So uh, uh, that's ways to get involved. So the best way they could just come to the website. Yep. Find some more information. Website again is it's BC. So bridge church, com. Tell us your service times again. Someone uh, wants to come visit. 1030 AM is when service starts. People 
finished coming in about 1045. I don't know if it's that how you... Is that just a Henderson County thing? We start some services and it feels almost empty and then they get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like after the welcome, you're like, oh, hey, there's the whole crowd's here. You know, there's... Have you ever started service with a mild state of panic like is anybody coming today? And then they get in there. That must be Henderson County. Then. Many times our, our worship <laughs> pastor's like, uh, should we start now? I'm like, yeah, we need to start now. And then by the end of the first song of welcome, he's like, Hey, there's there, the people are here now, you know, so that they skip that first song. 1030 Sunday mm-hmm. mornings. Yep. Fantastic. Well, I hope our listeners who don't have a home church will check out the bridge. That's a great place that I recommend. I've recommended it to people. Some people come to upward, believe it or not, they just don't like us so much and they, or maybe not that maybe they just don't feel like this is home people think this is so weird but i know several pastors in our community that do this i tell people all the time hey if you don't like upward i've got a list of three or four other churches that i say and the bridge is on that list i say go see david at the bridge uh you might find your home there and i think that's so powerful we're not threatened by that we're not worried about that we're just here reaching people for jesus i I do the same thing i say hey you know what are you looking for you know and and if they're looking for something that i know is not upward i'm not going to send them to upper but they're looking for something that's upward. hey go to upward you know go over here you know go to this place here this is exactly what you're looking for Uh, i know the pastor i know the team's there and so uh, that's partnership in god's kingdom love it love the heart that's a powerful thing. Well, I just want to thank you guys for listening today. It's been so much fun to be together with Pastor David. Love his heart. And I want to encourage you to go to the website, check out the church, uh, check out some ways you can get involved in helping our first responders. Man, thank you so much. Love you and your family. Always here. Look forward to partnering with you for more stuff going forward. Love you too, big guy. All thank right, you. Man, thank you. Thank you.